Welcome to Misinformation, a Love Story. Welcome. I'm Ashley. I'm Jeremiah. Fantastic. Pulitzer. (laughs) Peabody. We can just start drinking now because we've already won. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, this, the goal, correct me if I'm wrong, the goal of this podcast is that we will win several awards, not just in entertainment, but like life changing. Mm -hmm. I'm going for a Peabody. Nice. Now, I'm not exactly sure what all the details about a Peabody Award, but I know that Amy Schumer won one. And if she has one, I want one. So Okay, that's fair. And she has a comedy show. We can put that on our our vision board. We do research. Like we actually have facts that we bring to the table. So we have we're primed for a Peabody. So misinformation. You ready to jump in? A love story. A love story. Because we love we love being misinformed. <laughs> <laughs> well, people do love it. Yeah. Like they it either you either love to eat this shit up and think that it's real when I feel like any small pause of critical thinking will tell you that like something's off here. Yeah. This doesn't sound this doesn't really sit well. There's like a there's a way that, you know, like mm-hmm. when you hear something, that's what cracks me. I can't wait till we get into this stuff because it's like that just sounds on paper ridiculous, and but people eat it, it up, yeah, yeah, because it's maybe because it's like the old, like the closest to fantasy that we're gonna get, like substantiated fantasy mm-hmm. is like, <clears throat> you know, I want to believe that magic is real every day. I wish that, mm-hmm. but same, I really do every day. That's not a lie. That is not a misinformation, but you know, it's not, and I have to accept that fact. So when something comes out that's like, oh, you know alien spotted or whatever you know i want to believe it so bad yeah i don't know no i would love for aliens to like show up and save us from capitalism D- or destroy us at this point just yeah end that's it. probably yeah. the more likely outcome yeah. yeah no like i feel like we're just at this point if anybody's out there looking at us they're like "Ooh, look at those stinky puppies yeah no <laughs> we got to put them down they yeah keep, they keep pooping in their pants they keep pooping in their pants some literal and some metaphorical yeah like no i bet if aliens are watching us it's they're either I, i'm sure it's like a comedy mm. like what Veep used to be to us yeah. before it actually became reality, mm-hmm. that's what we are to whoever's watching us until yes. until their planet is overrun by some Donald Trump-esque alien. Mm, mm, I that's don't know. scary. Inter- interstellar Donald Trump. Inter- uh, don't even... Uh, I don't even... I can't even deal with this one. We don't need any... We don't need more planetary Trumps. Thank you. No, just the just the one. Just the one. And and we have his mini me who's like just not as good, but Donald Cocaine Jr. Oh, that one. No. Like none of his children are actual. Like Yeah. No. Uh no, I was talking about Ron DeSantis. <laughs> oh. He's gonna be so I throughout the course of this podcast, I know what's gonna happen. I know that I will be creating villains that will make reappearances mm-hmm. in future podcasts. And one of them will be Ron DeSantis. He Fantastic. will be my villain. And I know you have yours that you're going to make some appearances. And like any good villain, you're just going to keep popping up and causing trouble. So, yeah. Yeah. So when we, I first pitched this concept to you. Yeah. I don't know. What were your thoughts on misinformation, a love story? I mean, it was, it's, it was, 
kind of to like what we said earlier, it's fascinating because like misinformation is so, I think it's funny. I think it's like, I, I think we all are a little bit obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. If we may not believe it, we might, and we might also hate it because it's it ruins so many things that, you know, it gets in the way, I guess, you know, right. misinformation is, is bullshit and, and nobody loves, <clears throat> loves it, I guess, at its core. But I love hearing how creative people get, how stupid people can be when they cite it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I, So when you said that, you were like, I want to do a podcast about misinformation. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'm in. I'm curious. I want to know more about it. And what's been really interesting is that like, it's fun to sort of be forced into sort of looking up the truth about some of the stuff that you hear mm-hmm. and finding like, wow, how vastly different the truth is from what people say. So I was like, you knew I was in right away. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Where do we meet? <laughs> what should we wear? That's kind of, I think, where I was at. Yeah. It's been an interesting journey to to get this started, but I, t- I totally agree. It's like people either love to consume it or they love to hate it. And we're definitely the love to hate it. Yeah. People are out there saying so many crazy things these days that, I don't know, it's interesting to dive into that and be like, where did this come from? What purpose does this serve? Like, what is this, what is this trying to right. advance as an agenda or whatever? Because it's so off. You, it has to, this has to exist for a reason. Mm-hmm. You're pushing people into a certain direction. You're, what is it for? You know, and that's, I, that's what's really curious. What was, do you remember like the first piece of misinformation that you fell for? Or that you found out besides Santa Claus wasn't besides real. Santa. Yeah, but I um, never believed in Santa, unfortunately. That sounds like it would have been really fun, but no. I feel like that's it's weird to lie to your kids like that, though. Like I agree. I, I, I just, like, I don't know. It's like, why would you make up this magic present fairy? Yeah. I don't know. I get no, I totally. Yeah. I, I mean, my dad lied to me about a lot of things, but right. was, but for Santa, it was critical that he be that he tell the truth. Santa's not real. Santa must tell the truth. Like the, I guess the first piece of misinformation that I fell for was somebody telling me that um, there was a correlation between flu shots and your susceptibility for Alzheimer's at a later age. Really, and. My my grandmother on both sides had Alzheimer's, so I'm a little freaked out about my long-term health oh. when that's like a family thing. It's not even like a something that I was like, I will live and die by this. And I don't even get flu shots. Flu yeah, shots aren't, I don't care about getting a flu shot. I feel like I had to get a flu shot once to like volunteer at a hospital when I was a teenager yeah. and like doing community service hours. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> I so it wasn't like a, and I I refuse your flu shot sir or anything like that it was just like oh well that's kind of scary and I don't want to like I probably already have a predisposition for that so I'm not I don't definitely don't want to exacerbate it or anything yeah you know flu shots are good for like the old and vulnerable you know yeah um and it was actually when I was doing research for these first episodes that I I found that route Really? And I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> How, I, yeah. So, so you, and you don't, you hear those things and it sounds like it's, it's legitimate. It sounds like it could make sense. Mm-hmm. You know, vaccines are, you know, once they're in, they're in and there's no getting them out. And, you know, people, I think, freak out about that. Totally. How old were you, by the way? I was probably in my mid twenties, early to mid twenties. Wow. So I was going to go with my first bit of misinformation 
was when I was convinced because my so-called friends told me this, that um, Marilyn Manson had his ribs removed so he could suck his own dick. Oh, yeah. I remember I, that one. That was like a... that, And somehow, in our elementary days, because mm-hmm. you and I are of a certain age. We are of a certain age. Um, and it's not 28. <laughs> it is not. <laughs> um, we are of a certain age where... Somehow in our elementary days, these rumors spread across the nation mm-hmm. without social media. And I don't know yeah, how the that fuck is, that, that happened. Yeah, that is impressive. Yeah. That is impressive. But that was the first, I remember hearing that and being like, no way. And then people were like, yeah, he had him surgically removed so he could S his own D. And I, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, really? I mean, I guess what doctor would perform such a surgery, but I was also very Christian at the time. Like I was like a little Christian boy. So I was like probably a satanic doctor. And uh, yeah, I just went with that. So funny that you, um, you evaded that <laughs> probably because you're smarter than me. Well, I, I remember hearing that I was probably in high school and you were like, who's falling for that stupid shit? And I was, well, I was just like, I just, I honestly didn't give a shit. I was just like, is Marilyn Manson is uh, S in his own D that's fine. Uh, who, who has the lighter so we can smoke this bong? Like <laughs> that was where you were that at. That was pretty much all no, I cared I, about in high school. It didn't keep me up, but it might as I was like, who wants to suck their own dick? And what's the recovery time on a surgery like that? Don't you <laughs> yeah. need your ribs? Aren't they protecting? Yeah, yeah. Like vital things. I was really, that amazed me. That's and I so funny. thought it was true. I thought it was totally true. All sorts of like little shit that you hear in elementary school. And I fell for that stuff a lot. But again, you know, this will be a recurring theme on this show. I was extremely religious and it's easy to mm-hmm. find what you're looking for in information uh, and ignore the rest when you're totally brought up in that. So yeah, that's that's true. Not to take it from something extremely jovial like removing your ribs to suck your own dick to something really shitty like you're trapped when you're Christian. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> when you're a Christian, when you're a gay Christian boy. Oh, God. Trapped in a, I don't know. That's funny. I feel like, like I should start weeping. You and I had very different upbringings from the sounds of it. There's so many similarities. Like, I know we both come from conservative families mm-hmm, for sure. Mm-hmm. You grew up extremely Christian, but you were like... What 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 brand of Christianity did you guys mainline? Oh, girl. Well, I guess there's different. I guess Catholicism is a form of Christianity. Yeah, but you that not to Christians. If mm. you'd asked me that when I was young, I would have said, "Oh, absolutely, we are not Catholic, right? Because we don't give a shit about Mary. It's about Jesus. That's kind of like how oh. we like Mary. It was like wrong to think that she was like so." powerful and someone you should pray. Yeah. Someone you should pray to. So we were like, no, fuck that. We are all about Jesus and all about God. We love the two of them, the two of them only. But no, I, I was, we we were, I went to a Baptist church at one point. We went to a Nazarene church for a while. I don't know what other, maybe Lutheran at one point, like we just sort of believed we hopped around a lot and just Mm. went to different churches and whichever was the most out there sort of like strict. Uh, Okay. Christian, yeah, Christianity virgin version, I guess. I don't know, but yeah, just Christian. We were just loved Jesus. We were all about it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. There's because there's a different doctrines. No, no. There's like, I mean, there are more subsets of Christianity out there than I could sit and name here for you right now. Yeah, there's there's a ton, but yeah, I I I grew up strictly Roman Catholic. Mm-hmm. I went to Catholic school for a while. 
that was that was fucked up. <laughs> yeah, Catholic school. Yeah, like no. uh, like I had the like I had the Mary Catherine Gallagher experience. <laughs> I had the skirt with the suspenders on it. Like oh, girls man. were allowed to wear um, pants or shorts. Our uniform, of course, we had like everything was like give me my standard issue clothing and it was like <laughs> navy blue pair of shorts pair of pants and then you got like a white polo with the school logo on it and if you get killed you got a sweatshirt but wow so everything was like cookie cutter very don't much. be an individual yeah did you get your guardian angel too Oh, I'm sure. I was so I have to say that I know a lot of people grow up Christian and are are very very into it until like their teenage years or their young adult years when all of a sudden they're like, "Oh, this is not good." I never bought into it. I was like, "This doesn't seem right to me." Not in like an ethical way, but like a something is off. Like I think I smell Donald Trump's shitting his pants. Something yeah. is off with this. <laughs> like, and I remember sitting in the church one day with our class and our teacher. And she was trying to teach us about like praying. And there was one girl, I remember her name was Desiree and Desiree like had the fucking spirit in her. She was like, Jesus is my savior. I am so full of the Holy Spirit. I am like, I'm, I, I hope that this girl didn't like do a bunch of drugs and just freak out because I know She's a lot of people. Now. Yeah. I know a lot of people who are raised in that strict environment. Yeah. And then the second that they have any choice of their own they just lose their shit because they've never been allowed to like let loose yeah and then well, they're like, not afraid because and they're also afraid of their parents more than they're afraid of mm -hmm. i mean that's the the religion teaches you to respect your parents and your parents play a huge role in discipline obviously but the second you're away from them you're you never see god you only see god through your parents right yeah. and so like when they discipline you because you did something sinful the second they're out of the picture, you're going to be like, well, there's no consequences. So you make crazy fucking choices instead of actually teaching children the consequences of what those choices can do, like what they right. are. Yeah. They teach you instead to just be afraid of mom and dad or whatever. Yeah. Do you think it was the gay thing that like, first off, I just said gay thing. Gay. We can talk about that for two seconds. But do you think it was be like the gay thing uh, with a capital T that made you question religion? Mm. No, and and show note, we are both wild homosexuals, um, so that's fun. Yeah, two two gays on a pod. Yeah. Um, yes. No, because like <laughs> I, I think that my questioning of re religion came so far before you start having those feelings, whether they're for boys or girls, Good or, for you. or whatever. Yeah. But like I said, I was like seven or eight and this lady's like trying to, you know, I'm like, what am I supposed to do? I don't, what do you want from me right now? And she was like, well, you need to sit and pray. And I was like, what do you want me to say? And she was like, well, you tell, you tell Jesus what you want. And I look up, if you're familiar with Catholic Jesus, it's pretty graphic. Mm -hmm. He has really great abs, but he is dead nailed to a fucking cross. It's yeah. not just like a cross. It's a dead man on a cross. If you're, if you're Catholic, he's up there. And I remember- Scary. Horror you, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, it is kind of scary. Zombie, and I was like, Jesus. this lady is telling me that I need to tell him what I want. And I was like, he doesn't look so good. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, like, should we get him down off of yeah. there? Is this salting the wound or kicking him when he's down? I feel like that's kind of selfish to be like, I would really like 
insomnia shoes or whatever a fucking eight-year-old wants when there's i really want danielle to be my friend right what can you do about that sorry you're bleeding profusely from the abuse (laughs) love ashley (laughs) love ashley and i expect it soon jesus this dude is you're telling me to ask a corpse on a cross what I want. Yeah. And I'm like, maybe we should talk about the dead guy on the stick. Yeah. <laughs> We're all, why would you ask? I'm going to wait. I'm going to go out into the world. I'm going to find some poor soul who's been hit by a car and then run up on this person and be like, I have some requests. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any gum? I'm- yeah. <laughs> I've ha- I'm having some personal problems. Can I just talk through them yeah, with you? <laughs> I just need a friend. Yeah. I mean, I think what you've just uncovered, Ashley, and maybe, and maybe we end the podcast at this episode. Um, is that religious people, Christians in particular, Mm -hmm. are just treat Jesus really bad. They just don't treat him well. Yeah. They're just not good to Jesus. We expect a lot from him. We talk about like how we're supposed to be afraid of him. Oh, very much. But they're but then you boss him around when he's not feeling good. Yeah. He's sick. Maybe that was the first piece of misinformation I heard thinking back, like Jesus. Yeah. End of story. Yeah, Jesus. Like we're wrong about all of this shit. Yeah. Yeah. You treat him like your little servant. Religion is very interesting to me. Yeah. I took like one of my favorite uh, classes in, in college was like a history of world religions class where you get to like learn about everybody's crazy. But like organized religion to me is just a social form of control. Yeah. Like back in the day, it was just a moneymaker and a social control mecha- mechanism. And I think that that's pretty much all it is today is just money and social control. Yeah. Meh. I don't know. I think religion should just function the same way as like cute underwear. Like you put on really cute underwear, but nobody sees it. But you know, you've got it all day and you feel really good about that. Maybe they're lucky, but you're just like, I have cute underwear. And sometimes you see it, you know, if you have to go to the bathroom or whatever, and you're reminded, God, I love this underwear. It's great. But showing it to people is inappropriate. Keep it to yourself. And at night when you get home, you can you can be in your underwear all you want. It's your cute underwear, <laughs> uh, but I, keep it to yourself. Yeah, I I love that actually. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna print that out and frame it. I don't. It's not clever. We got a lot of work for that Peabody. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. Yeah, but it's, it's only episode one. <laughs> it's only episode one. But no, that's like religion will come up a lot in this podcast for sure. So. Let me ask you this. Yeah. What are you hoping to achieve with our podcast besides like, you know, fame and fortune and fame uh, <laughs> awards? I'm, re- I'm really here just for, uh, you know, for the awards and the, the notoriety <clears throat> is all I care about. No, I, uh, that's a good question because as you and I were first talking about this podcast, I was wondering, so what, as I do with any like fun, you know, sort of project I'm working on, I'm like, what's the point? What do we want to do? Right. I think that. I, first and foremost, I want to have fun because when it comes to misinformation, it really can be some of the funniest things. But at the same time, it's extremely serious because people out there believe it. And when enough people believe it, it's it can be devastating. So what I would love to see is, you know, I'm curious to know the community out there that it feels the same way that you and I do about misinformation, but to shed some light and some truth on the things that we hear And I really want to try, and I know we're not always going to be successful in this, but I want to always try and find out the motivation behind where this misinformation is coming from and why people are spreading it. What is the purpose? And I think sometimes we're going to be able to connect those dots and sometimes we're not. So I'm really curious to see when, when we will and when we won't. I, yeah, I'm right there with you on that one. Like I also very much want to connect with 
other people who are like, what the hell <laughs> about this stuff? I also think that like, yes, it is hilarious. It's also like <laughs> we're, we're doing entertaining work. My hope is to be entertaining, but I think it's like important to address these things. Also, I don't know if it's just me, but when I look at the landscape out there, I feel like there's way more people pushing right-wing propaganda and misinformation out there than there are people on the other side yeah. providing like counterpoints or, you know, yeah. uh, not even, a, I don't know if you call it a counterpoint, if you're like, this is wildly inaccurate yeah, or something yeah, like it's that. Not, it's not like an alternate view. It's like the yeah. difference between what's real and what isn't. And I think part of that has to do with the fact that like, if you're going to be a grifter, you're going to make way more money being a right-wing grifter than you are and I yeah. being a left-wing grifter. Totally. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, There's a reason why college towns and colleges in general produce a lot of liberal individuals. And that's because when you become educated yeah, and you start to uh, branch out from what you were raised as yeah, exactly. and start to listen to other perspectives and other substantiated facts and evidence, you start to realize the truth. Yeah. And people end up becoming more compassionate, mm -hmm. more empathetic, and think on a broader scale. So uh, people who were raised, and again, religion will play a lot into this because religion is very good at making you believe things without evidence. Yes. Uh, or with one thing that mm -hmm. everybody has, which is the Bible. Yes. Uh, I do think that people who are religious in that way are more susceptible to believing some of that stuff. So mm -hmm. I love, like, it's been really cool so far doing some research and getting into it because it's been fun to sort of find the things that are, will be infuriating. I know it. Like there's things I can't wait to like disclose to you to see the fury. In your I, same, same here. I have, <laughs> I uh, yeah, I have, I have a big, you know, a big story to tell um, later that yeah. I think you're going to be like, what um, about, but yeah, I think it's really, I mean, it, I think it's important to look at this stuff to, laugh about this stuff but also like what is you know uh, that's a huge part of critical thinking is like what's the point what is the motive behind getting me to believe this yeah adding more voices out there that are not just unhinged right-wing shit right yep um yeah yeah i'm, I'm so excited and we're also going to be drinking sometimes we are going to be drinking sometimes because yeah cocktails are delicious <laughs> cocktails are delicious and you just got to go. You just got to do it. And at some point, I think that we're both going to have the feeling of like, oh, my God, the research for this episode, the story I'm being told by the other person. I need a drink. This yeah. is stressing me out. I hope this doesn't make me start smoking again. Same. Oh, yeah. We both used to smoke. Yeah. God, we were that maybe it was the religion. You just you start need being a cigarette. Yeah. Well, you well, you just start like when I became when I became like a you know, when I was 16 or 17, when I really was struggling with the religion, mm -hmm. I was trying to be, you know, I was trying to do all the shit I wasn't supposed to do. And so smoking, I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm going to smoke because that you're not supposed to when you're a good Christian boy. Yeah. And I, yeah. So we've been on quite a journey. Yes. Look at us now. We're just so successful. <laughs> <laughs> Please listen to us. <laughs> Please download our episodes and follow us on whatever Just, social media. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm also curious to know what an audience, what misinformation an audience really wants to hear about. Like, Yeah, me too. That would be kind of cool to hear from people, you know, 
you know, d- dive into this. What is this particular thing? Thanks for joining us for the first episode of Misinformation, a Love Story. If anyone wants to write in and tell us about the first piece of misinformation they heard of or fell for, email us at misinfolovestory at gmail.com. We'd love to feature listener stories on future episodes, so write in. You can also follow us on Instagram and TikTok at misinfolovestory. Misinformation, a Love Story is hosted by Jeremiah Parker and Ashley Fournier. The show is produced by Lou Jay's Productions, LLC. Our cover art illustration is by Matt Parker at Pop Kill Art. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. The views expressed on Misinformation, a Love Story are host opinions and feature quotes from other media sources. The content in this podcast should not be taken as undisputable facts.